The following audio is from North Pine Baptist Church. We trust that this recording will help you learn more about God and His message for the world. For more information and to connect with us, visit npbc.org.au. Think of a time when you were the odd one out. Maybe you were the new person at school, or a new person in a team. Maybe you were the only girl in a room full of boys. Maybe your cultural background or how you look is different to the majority of people around you. Maybe you stand yourself down against the crowd. Can you identify with this one? Maybe you've walked the opposite way to where everyone's going in the shopping center. You know, you, you, you missed the memo that we're going to be all working, walking down this aisle today. You stand yourself going against it. Or maybe you're entering out of one of those stadiums and you found that everyone's going this way and you need to go there. Being the odd one out or going against the crowd is not much fun. It can be hard, but it's hard and it can be painful. So, what makes someone want to go against the crowd to do things differently to the, the mass of people around us? Well, ultimately, the person who goes against the crowd, one who stands out, thinks differently to those around us. And what takes our thinking takes how we behave and where we belong and how we feel. He thinks differently to those around him. So how he's behaving is different to those around him. And where he belongs is obviously different to those around him. Friends, fundamentally, we all have a skewed way of thinking. It's a skewed way that's shaped by our obsession 
Young child to enjoy a book story, so they read it out loud. Mm-hmm. 
meditating on the Word of God doesn't just mean speaking to Meditating on the Word of God means having it flow out of us through words and through action. Through words by praising God with our voices we can By talking about the God with other Christian friends and our children. By talking about it to those who don't yet know Jesus. The flows out of us through our actions. By loving Jesus and following Him. Repenting of our sins. Forgiving others we have been forgiven. Being generous and loving others. But what is it with Christians in the Bible? Why do they take it so seriously? Why is it so foundational to their faith? When Christians will read the Bible, just in their own time, not when like a, a teacher has prescribed the reading for them. They'll come and listen to messages on the Bible. They'll gather in small groups and read the Bible together. You know, I know it's the best-selling book in the world ever by a long way. But how can the Bible bring a person joy and delight? Let's step out of the psalm briefly and consider what the Bible teaches us. The book, the Bible is not just a book to read or a piece of literature to study. The Bible shows us who God is and how He interacts with the world He has created. The Bible is God's Word. It teaches about Him, how He's interacted with the Word, both in the past and how He will in the future. He says, the Bible tells us that God is the good, loving Creator. He desires to be in relationship with His creation. We see that in Psalm 25, Romans 5, 1 John 4. The Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. The Lord passed before him and his Moses and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, the God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and patience, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. But who will by no means leave the guilty, uh, no means see the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers and his children, and his children's children to the third and fourth generation. These verses show us that God is generous and faithful. He is merciful, compassionate, patient, forgiving. He is just and he is consistent in how he acts towards people from one generation to the next. The Bible also shows us who Jesus created. Jesus is God coming to flesh. He is our salvation. As we read earlier, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. It is Jesus. 
and his first He was with God in the beginning, for he opened for me, without whom nothing was made that had been made. In him was life, and that life was the life of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and through, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born. Not of natural descent, nor of human descent, nor of husband's descent, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. But that's not all the Bible teaches us. The Bible also teaches us how we can live in a loving relationship with God and others. This is how to live, loving Jesus and living as those who love Jesus. Does that make sense? This is how to love Jesus and how to live as those who love Jesus. He has told you, oh man, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good would it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? And it must be true of Jesus. And he places Jesus in the two places. This is the greatest, which is the great commandment in the world. And he said to them, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. So knowing that God uses the word, his word, the Bible, to show us himself and to teach us how to live, let's step back into our time by way of a picture. The picture the psalmist uses is that of a tree near a stream. And the tree growing near a stream helps us to understand that a Christian is someone who is transformed by God's word. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not saved, but are like cows, the wind drives away. The plants root seek out water, and when they find it, they dig in, they dig in deep. 
plants are not like pipes. They don't simply move water from one place to another. They absorb it. They take it into themselves, giving them life. And they use the water to transform them into a productive, useful, and fruitful tree. This living, useful, and fruitful tree that describes a righteous person is now contrasted with powerful what they see to us. Represents the wicked prayer. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked is true. But think about that contrast, The tree is living. It has deep roots, and it bears fruit. Think about that. Think about fruit. It is fruitless. It is rootless. It is lifeless. It has no substance, and it's just blown away by the wind. Suggestions that we've been made that the all and faith is not standard in the world of To whatever state your thinking state, your life. You are thinking being shaped by something that lacks substance or something. Are you at risk of thinking, behaving, and belonging to something that will be exposed as fruitless, rootless, and lifeless? And it's a good news of the word for us that Jesus has come to give us life. Don't take my word for it. Take Jesus at his word. He says in John 10, verse 10, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life. What's that your thinking about Jesus? Maybe it's a person at work or a celebrity or something. Could be an award-winning author or a friend on social media. Let's take your view of Jesus. Friends, if your view of Jesus doesn't come from his word, the Bible, then you are at risk of walking in the counsel of the wicked, of standing in the way of sin, and sitting in the seat of prophets. If you have someone who is already put your faith in Jesus, let me ask you this. Let his word flow out of you 
Thanks for listening to this audio from North Pine Baptist Church. For more information and to connect with us, visit npbc.org.au.